welcome to Virtual Theater, the podcast all about video game movies and the stories that shaped them. My name is Andy Spateri, joined by Gooey Fame. Goo, how you doing, dude? Hey, good. I'm I'm tired, but I'm I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm not too bad. Uh, I'm a little bit tired, but there was like this wicked thunderstorm at about <laughs> like four or five last night, and uh, woke us up and. We ended up checking it out for a little bit, so we didn't end up falling back asleep for nice. a little while, but it was it was cool. Um, we are finally here today to talk about the Animal Crossing movie, but I feel like we've got a ton of video game movie news to get into, so there's not a moment no to waste here. Uh, and, and, and there's so much video game news that uh, for, for all of our patrons, we actually just recorded like a separate uh, video game news show, so it's about... 30, 40 minutes of us just reacting to, you know, a bunch of different video game news that happened to drop in the last little bit. And then as soon as we were done recording that, it seems like one thing came out, then another thing came out, and then another thing came out. And, like, it was just, like, fast and furious. Like, it's it's been crazy how for months, like, almost like a year, I feel like there was nothing. And now it's just, like, we can't keep up with all the video game news coming out. Uh, they got nothing better to do but than to announce stuff, right? So <laughs> I guess that's just what they're going to do. I guess. Well, like I said, I feel like, Goo, that we don't have a moment to spare here because, um, you know, we got to get into this Animal Crossing movie. But before we get there, there is a couple different things that we should touch on here. Uh, first and foremost, this was announced last night. And I know that you're a big fan of this, Goo. John Wick 5 is officially going to oh. be entering production <laughs> and it's going to shoot simultaneously with John Wick 4. Actually, Goo, I thought that John Wick 4 was already kind of in post-production. I didn't know that they still have to shoot the thing. No, because I think it was set... It was... I don't know what the status would be now because I don't know what's who's shooting anything, but it was set to be released like April of last year. Right. Or next next year, sorry. So I, I assume that like months ago they probably were going to shoot it, but then that got moved. And I, I'm going to guess now they're probably going to delay it. And maybe they're like, again, no one, no one can do anything but like release stuff you've already made or hold off on that or announce things. So maybe they're thinking like, Oh, this is getting pushed back, but we want the John Wick hype train to continue. So right. let's just go ahead and announce the fifth one. And especially if it's like now we've got time, we might as well develop, you know, that, you know, I, I'm sure they had ideas already, but like, you know, let's they probably are flushing that out a little bit more. I think that could be cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. We know, obviously, we know that that means that, uh, the story does not end in John Wick Chapter Four, which you no, know, but I, I was I kind not of assumed that, that it wasn't going to. <laughs> I assumed that what? it was going to end in in Parabellum, and when it didn't, I was just like, okay, like we're going to get like now, John Wick now Four, Five, Six, Seven. Yeah, exactly. What um, I'm hoping is my the thing I've loved about the series is that each film, like obviously the first one is just amazing, um, and it's you know some people say it's the best and i can understand that but what i love about the f- the series is like they've gotten more and more ambitious every time and right. so now i'm thinking maybe if they have the time to like work on a fifth one you know like and they're going to shoot them together like maybe they can like do like a more ambitious like two part story or something like that like i think that would be fun you know especially cuz they it's trending towards 
more fun <laughs> than anything, you know? You know, I think if you put a gun to my head, I actually might say that I think two is the best. Uh, wow. That's kind of like that's, that's kind of like one. saying though that like which of the Lord of the Rings trilogy is your favorite because they're all kind of the same thing and like you know what I mean they don't have like that mm-hmm. big like they're different but they're not but yeah I, I think yeah, that, yeah I just remember watching two and like it was awesome we were we were like cheering watching it we were uh, <laughs> we were grossed out by some of the kills it was great yeah I. I pers- you know me, I love all of them. So if anyone told me any of them was their favorite, I w- would support it. But two does surprise me a little bit because either I either always understand someone going for like the simplicity of the first one or like the craziness of the newest possible entry, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I seem to recall liking it a lot. So we had our first ever virtual theater movie night. We picked a Peter Jackson classic called Dead Alive, which was the grossest, crunchiest zombie movie ever. Uh, It was absolutely disgusting, but it was so fun, and that movie whipped so much ass. Uh, It's so good, yeah. You have to see it to believe it, and, uh, you know, we're going to... We're going to do another movie night like that again, and it's going to be something, I think, of equal quality that we're going to watch. So yeah. if you're if you're not a member of our Discord, uh, you need to head over there right now. Discord.com uh, forward slash virtual theater and, and we gotta, get in on that action. We got to do something about that movie, like cover it or something, because I feel like it fits yeah. in perfectly in our canon. You know, I mean, the thing about that movie is that, like, you can't describe what you're seeing. You can only see it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. actually, so maybe what we can do, Goo, tell me what you think of this. Maybe what we can do is include scenes and characters and lines from that movie in our second annual VTA awards. VTAs. Yeah, just the VTAs. No awards. Okay, yeah. yeah. What that, do you think about that? That? Could, that could be potentially possible, yeah. I, I so mean, I, we'll have to figure yeah. out something. Maybe, yeah, maybe we can do just like a bonus thing where like briefly just talk about it. We'll do like a out, little outtake about it or something at some point. Just to, just so we can, uh, it, it, I feel like it's sort of like the, you know how like Spielberg was like saying like to be nominated for an Oscar you should have to like release in theaters, you know? Like yeah. I feel like okay, I appreciate that. There has that. to be some recorded audio of us talking about the, the I, fight I appreciate scene. what you're saying. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> uh, well, let's get back into our video game movie news here because we still have, God, we have a lot to plow through here. Uh, a surprise to nobody is that The Witcher is getting a spin-off series but what was a surprise to me was that it is a live action spin-off series and it's not like a little animated companion piece this seems kind of like the whole shebang um it's set before Geralt of Rivia is like a thing and uh, it's going to feature some other witchers from what i've heard uh how do you feel about this goo um i guess i got to keep watching the show <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I thought I was going to keep watching it after we did that first episode one because I enjoyed it. And then I think I watched the second episode and I was like, "Eh, maybe not. I I, I don't know what it was, but, um, you know, good. I'm glad there's more. I just I don't know. I got to get back on board or something. Yeah, I watched the rest of it and like it was it was pretty good. Sam liked it, I think, more than I did. But like, you know, I like I like Henry Cavill. I like uh God, I can't. Oh, Jennifer, she was good. Um, so, like, there's some good pieces in there. So, the thing about this spinoff series is, like, it could be anything, though, because, I like, it's so... I mean, I guess it's just in, like, a completely different time and place. So, like, 
I don't know how much Witcher influence there is, or even like if there's a lot of influence, how much I would even notice because I'm not really a big fan of the games. So mm-hmm. yeah, this is kind of like indifferent news to me, but I think that a lot of people are probably pretty pretty jazzed about this. So good for them. Made me want to watch uh, the Hexer more the the original <laughs> Witcher show from like whatever country is that was it Poland or where is uh, that Poland yeah Poland yeah made me want to watch the Polish Witcher show the just to get the like original vibe <laughs> all right let's let's keep it moving here and let's talk about uh, two Ubisoft properties that are coming to yeah. uh, to live action format the first is a Netflix uh, show uh, based on the video game Splinter Cell. And this is going to be written by the, the guys that wrote John Wick. I don't know, man. I have to I have to tell you, I'm not like a huge fan of Splinter Cell. I always saw it as like kind of a poor man's Metal Gear Solid. Like it's like Metal Gear Solid, but without the fun. Like it's just kind of a, a straight up like stealthy, like it's espionage more thing. Yeah, and, like, Metal Gear Solid has all these bonkers characters and, like, crazy things going mm-hmm. on. And, like, Splinter Cell, to me, was just, like, it's kind of like the old man version of that. So I was, when I played it, I was just kind of like, you know what, this game looks really pretty. And I'm talking about the first Splinter Cell, like, way back when. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I was just like, you know, this is a pretty game, but, like, it's just kind of, eh, it's kind of, like, it's kind of plain Jane to me. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, like, jazzed about this, to be honest. I think I could get it just depends like you know like you want to hear like from the writer of John Wick but also um like I think I think when we talked about uh wow I'm looking at this this guy's IMDb actually and it looks they have also announced like he's writing Just Cause are they making a Just Cause movie um I don't know looks like they're making a Just Cause movie and it looks like He's writing a Hitman TV series, so oh Jesus, which are all all well within his wheelhouse, right? Uh, for like compared to John Wick, I guess. But so when I but when I hear his name, I also like feel like we talked about this in John Wick, but like it was it's not just one element that that makes it so great, you know? It's like yeah, feel like it's the writing, the obviously obviously the stunt the stunt coordination and just every, like it's a it's a perfect stew, you know what I mean? And I've seen some of the people do separate things slightly on their own, and they're like obviously just nothing is on that same level. So like it's like yeah, he could probably write a script, but like before he wrote John Wick, he I think he just wrote like some straight to video like Dolph Lundgren, <laughs> you know, knockoff movies. So like I don't know, like I don't I don't know, <laughs> I I don't know if that'll be good. It's it's just like so the big thing about Splinter Cell was like the stealth aspects and I feel like translating stealth over to like TV or a movie is like kind of hard to do and requires a lot of skill to like be really suspenseful. You know what I mean? Um something that not just like the writing. You know, I feel like I I want to see like I would hope that maybe he like this person would get have other people attached. Maybe not even like the same yeah. people who did John, John Wick, but just you know, someone who is like, okay, we want to, we know like what type of thing you're writing and what like yeah. area you work in. So let's get some good like action. So and, and <laughs> directing. I just I want to preface this too with like I only played the first Splinter Cell, and like my opinion is definitely biased because I always compare it to Metal Gear Solid. But 
Like in my mind, um, I'm just like, okay, I feel like Splinter Cell is the the antithesis of John Wick, where like instead of going in guns blazing, stylish, it's like it's like you kind of try and sneak in undetected and it's a little bit a little bit boring, a little bit plain. So like I, I don't know, just in my mind, I'm just kind of thinking of like a stuffy espionage show that maybe at best is going to be like 24 and at worst is going to be like i don't know so something something much worse than 24 so i don't know i mean it could be cool but uh i'm not i'm not holding my breath but i mean that's that's one way to be easily impressed is to have super low expectations so i guess that's one thing yeah um and i guess i guess i have low expectations too and i well it'll tie into the other thing but it's like i don't know it's a, it's like a Netflix thing. I don't know. <laughs> I, right. It doesn't feel as exciting to me. You know, it just feels like Netflix spending a ton more money on properties and writers of people. I'll, I'll tell you what, you know, at, at least Netflix isn't just like, yeah, you can rent the Splinter Cell series for 30 bucks. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, okay. So, so the yeah. other, I'm sorry. Do you have anything you want to add to that? No, I was just going to say, like, it it seems like they they are in the business now, though, of like making video game adaptations, um, which I guess (laughs) they're keeping virtual theater in business. Yeah, because we're constantly announcing things. And I think I've mentioned before, like, it's like we're not even going to be eventually we're really not going to be talking about the fake statement that video game movies are always bad because like. It's going to be similar to when there were eventually just a bajillion comic book movies that it was like a normal thing, whether they were good or not. uh, It's just like going to be so normal that people will like stop thinking about it, which is kind of cool, I guess. It's also kind of sad, though, because then you don't have like there's something special about like the really awful video game movies. And like there's something mm-hmm. very mediocre about like where comic book movies are, where it's just like they're unremarkable. Yep. <laughs> so well, let's move on to the last bit of video game movie news here. Um I am I'm kind of curious to see what your hot take is for this goo. So the director okay. of Detective Pikachu is uh, making an adaptation of the cult classic video game Beyond Good and Evil. Goo, I'm very curious. Did you ever play this oh. game? um maybe there's just the one i remember uh there's a pig there's a pig uh-huh. yeah and a girl yeah the girl's name is jade jade yes um i don't know i don't remember playing this game but i know i like feel like i know a lot about it for some reason you know i played this game five six years ago for the first time and uh i played it because like you always hear like, oh, this is a great cult classic. It's it's an underrated gem. It's like a really great Zelda game. It's it's all this. It's this and it's that. And I played it and I was just like, I don't think that this is that great. Like, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't that great. It was very middle of the road for me. So, like, I kind of came into it where I was like, uh, you know, I don't know that I understand all the, the hype for this game. Um, mm, it, okay. Because from what I remember, like, it's... Like, it kind of has a cool story where, like, there's there's some elements of, like, um, a dystopian society and, like, different morals at play. But, like, it's hidden, like, very, very, very beneath the surface. Like, it might as well not even be there, at least from my recollection. Yeah. So, okay. I was just like, I, I don't know. It just seems a little bit goofy to me. Um, 
And I never really, like, I finished it, I beat it, it was fine, but then I, like, immediately forgot about it after, like, it didn't stick with me at all. So I'm not sure, again, not to be, like, Debbie Downer here, but, like, this is another one that I'm just like, eh. Like, when I heard this, I was just, you know, pretty, pretty underwhelmed. I think a lot of people are probably excited for this, but uh, I, I don't know that I could say that I'm one of them. Yeah, I mean, it seems like just one of those things, it's like you had to be there at the time you know like yeah you had you had to play the game at the time and you had to be a fan of it and then like the mystique of it drives you even further or something i don't know though because i i probably i don't really remember playing this game but uh i don't know i <laughs> again they're just gonna and i think netflix is gonna sign like probably release like 10 more ub we'll get the ubisoft netflix universe and um i'll probably you know we'll be doing the show so we'll probably watch him that, that's right hopefully, hopefully it's fun uh there's there's already a bunch of fine cartoon series on um on netflix i was again cruising through it the other night and i saw the pac-man <laughs> cartoon series which looked awesome so oh, yeah we gotta get to that <laughs> oh yeah that yeah that might have to be our next patreon exclusive uh i don't know oh uh, yeah speaking of <laughs> um a little plug oh, there yeah yeah all right, so that's it for video game news, but there probably is going to be a whole truckload of news released from the time that we're done recording to the time that this uh, actually hits the airs, so we'll we'll try and catch up as, as quick as it comes. But uh, we're, we're finally here. We've got everything that we need to, to talk about out of the way, and we're finally ready to talk about Animal Crossing the movie. I'm I'm excited for this kind of actually because I feel like I feel like we haven't had a movie in a while that we were really on opposite sides of the fence on and I feel like this this, could be that movie I this we're gonna match the tone of this movie and have a very heated angry debate I'm sure god damn it like anyone should over (laughs) animal crossing (laughs) uh okay let's let's get it started here this was directed by uh, Joji Shimura and released December 16th, 2006. Uh, wow. Just reading this stat, Goo. This movie entered production due to the success of Animal Crossing Wild World, released for the Nintendo DS, which had shipped over yeah. 3 million copies in Japan alone. This is on the tales of Nintendo oh, announcing yeah. that in three months, three months, Animal Crossing New Horizons has sold 22 million copies. Yeah, it makes makes sense. I mean, it's the perfect game for right now, right? It does not that surprise me. Blew my mind, like like blew it. You know, I I knew that Animal Crossing was definitely popular, but like in three months, this thing has outsold Breath of the Wild. It's outsold Super Smash Bros. It's it's probably gonna outsell uh, Mario Kart. I mean, this is like a phenomenon. And, it is. And you're, it is. You're reached- probably right. It's probably due to everything going on, but like, wow. That on top, yeah, there's some baked in, like, the fan base, there's some nostalgia, there's other people hearing about it from their friends who are fans and going, okay, I'll try it out. Um, And I think just due to the moment, it's, yeah, it's, I think it's reached such mainstream level of crossover as, like, Pokemon has, you know, at least in this instance. It's, it's crazy. So, for context, 
The PlayStation 2 is the best-selling system of all time. Its highest-selling game, which at the time, this game seemed to always be in the top charts. Its highest-selling game was Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, which sold 17 million copies. Oh my god, yeah. It, this oh, this wow. game outsold everything. It outsold Vice City, it outsold Gran Turismo, it outsold Metal Gear Solid 2, Final Fantasy X. Like, on the highest-selling console of all time, in three months, it's outsold everything. So, Wow. That yeah, is wild. And it's it's probably not going to slow down either. You know, like we haven't even had. I mean, I guess there's switch shortages and, you know, a lot of people having money issues and stuff like that. But I would still expect like there to be like a holiday bump, you know? Oh, yeah. Like we, it hasn't even entered holiday season yet. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, on a, a side thing or you mentioned it in there that this was made due to the success of Wild World. Um, I actually commented upon that when I was watching it because I, you know, I noticed, you know, okay, there's like a lot of elements that are more specific to that game, uh, in the movie. And I was thinking like, of course, like that was the first animal that was like the animal crossing game that made it like, a like a super franchise, at least like within like Nintendo sub franchises at the time, right? Because, because it had the whole handheld, it was on a handheld and so that was perfect for the more casual goers. You can take it with you, play it wherever. So um, I, I actually bought Animal... That's the only Animal Crossing game I own is Animal Crossing Wild World. And I strictly bought it for the reason that I was just like, this would be a great game to play while I'm on the bathroom. Like, <laughs> there that's you the go, only yeah. reason I bought it. So yeah, my I, I said that same thing while watching this. I was like, you know what? This is obviously like, they're like, wow, that was a huge hit. Like, let's make a movie. <laughs> Man, it's it's crazy to me that there's no like you look at Pokemon, right? And like they've got they've got all these things like different games and anime shows and and like just whatever is like all about Pokemon. It's like like do this for Animal Crossing. Like obviously it's it's there. Like people are they got I mean, to I think, now. I think even New Leaf did like ten million copies or, or like something insane. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, definitely. It's. Uh, this is probably, I mean, this is probably like the biggest kind of pop culture movie right now that we've ever covered in virtual theater. Like maybe Super Mario, but like, I, I don't know. Like it seems like Animal Crossing is like like on fire right now. Like it's red hot, white hot. Yeah, this would be the perfect time for Netflix to get a deal with Nintendo and make an yes. Animal Crossing TV show. <laughs> So it's it's funny you say that, actually. I was going to save this for my commentary during the movie, but I'll just go ahead and say it now. I think that Animal Crossing is like the perfect franchise or perfect property to have a, a television show. But I feel like it was not a good pro property to have a movie. I feel like as a, as a mm -hmm. television show, this would really work as a movie. I don't know. Gotcha. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I like the movie, but uh, I could totally see... What you mean with the TV show? Because like, especially because you by just by the quality of it is like you've got all these characters, so you just you kind of have and like they have different these unique personalities where you could easily you know easily have a show where like each episode like a kids show where basically you know you gotta you know this it's like freaking like Muppet Babies or something <laughs> or like <laughs> this this episode's about a uh, freaking Gonzo or whatever and this episode's about Kermit the Frog you know you do that with the with the Animal Crossing like this one's about yeah. Apollo and this one's about Margie 
uh, you know, etc. Yeah, that, that was my thought, like, the entire way through. Because, like, I get you that, meet yeah. people, but then it's just like, okay, like, who's this dude again? Anyways, I mean, I'm probably jumping ahead of myself, but... <laughs> no, um, I yeah, I get you. One thing before we get into the movie, or actually two things, I guess, really quick, is... Um, so, the, the Japanese movie, I guess the only version of this movie, um, they actually use all of the Japanese names for the characters. And I guess that there are some differences. Like, Tom Nuke is not called Tom Nuke in the Japanese version, uh Rossetti okay. is not called Rossetti. Like they're all called different names. And so when I was originally like looking into this movie, I was just like, oh, that's gonna be weird. We have to like kind of mix and match all the people's names to their Japanese counterparts. Um it's not a big deal for me because I don't know a lot of the animal character crossing characters, but for some people it might have been confusing. But the uh the dub that uh, our Lord Lincario found for us actually already translated all the names over, so that was pretty cool. Yes, yeah. So I I was never thrown off. <laughs> I, I was like prepared to be thrown off and then was pleasantly surprised when I like wasn't. I was like, oh, okay, that's that's Tom News. Yeah. Like, cool. Um, so, yeah, thank you to uh, to Lincario for that. Of and as always, if you want to check out uh, if you want to check out this movie, by the way, um, it's probably not readily available anywhere, but we do have it over in our virtual theater discord. So uh, hop on in there and uh, join the community. If you haven't already, and we can hook you up. Um, last thing, this movie was apparently uh, digitally remastered for high definition and aired in Kid Station as well as other stations beginning March 20th, 2020. So that kind of makes you go like, hmm, like I wonder why they're dusting this movie off in 2020. Well, there, yeah, there you go. I mean, the, obviously, they, it was we got the game out, so let's market it, but... You know, yeah, it's actually like, I, again, I was going to say this for the end of the show, but like, it's it's mind boggling to me that they never brought this movie over to like the Western Hemisphere and localized it. Because like, there's a lot of really, really good things about this movie. Like, I think it would have been a hit for like a, a younger audience. What about you? Yeah, I mean, it's like even to, if you take out uh, the Animal Crossing element from it, I think just as like a. A movie that kids would enjoy i you know i don't think you need the lore for that because it's just like here's a bunch of cute animals living in a village you know so yeah you know hanging out but then um i know for a fact that uh if you're a fan of animal crossing this is like pure it's pure fan service you know so it's it's yeah. like here's here's tom nook for a second here's a little bit with him here's Rossetti. here's a little bit with him and you just kind of go through some of the like you know, it's like a, a a serving platter of elements from the game. So, like, I think, and it, and it it presents them all with a nice little uh, fan bow on them. You know what I mean? Like, it presents them all in a very uh, uh, it, it, in a way that the, it reminds you of the game. You know, it's got the music and everything. So, like, for fans, I think it's, it it would it would be a knockout. You know. I, yeah, I agree. I think that if you're an Animal Crossing fan, there is no way that you don't love this movie. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I Yeah, I've definitely confirmed that. <laughs> okay, let's get into the actual movie itself. Um, we start off with a adorable, kind of annoying, but adorable little girl named... How would you even <laughs> say her name? Would you just say A-I? How the hell do you say uh, her name? I think name? it's I. I okay, we're gonna call I her. Think I think she says it's like A I O U. I can't remember. <laughs> All right, this this little girl, her name is gonna be I, 
and uh, she's moving it to her new home, <laughs> Animal Village. So, I, like, I, I mean, right away, I appreciate I'm just you like, trying to go through this. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this is this is going to kind of be a challenge, and I'm probably going to skip over a lot of this. But I actually, so I'm watching it, and I'm just like, this looks really nice. The animation looks very, very it's nice. Real, it's, it's really good. Yeah. It's it's got like a very whimsical kind of tone, and it has almost like a faux 3D style in certain places. Like it, yeah. it kind of appears 3D. It looks really good. It looks solid when it goes 3D. Like it's definitely noticeable. Like, like yeah, it's it's definitely different. Feels different, but it's not like it's different than like I feel like in the Pokemon movies where they always have yeah. like an obligatory like awful looking 3D thing. <laughs> this is blended much more nicely and it's probably yeah. because like animal village is just a very pretty setting yes yeah the setting looks great and then the, they they go every location they go there they're blasting those iconic tunes yeah like yeah. Of there's, every location. there's some really nice really nice music in here um you know i like i said like i i think i'll probably bring this up often during this but like i'm, I'm not really an animal crossing fan but i do like a lot of the music it's very relaxing and very you're <laughs> like very whimsical i think so it, it was uh, it was good you're setting up a great compliment sandwich here i think well you know i'm, I'm gonna try and uh <laughs> i'm gonna try and, and serve up uh, a balanced meal here this is, no this is fun yeah there's there's gonna be uh there's gonna be some compliment sandwiches some criticism we're, biscuits we're um, seeing the spateri hosting <laughs> at its peak i think right here uh, so, dude, so uh, I, w- I also want to get this out of the way. So, like, you know, anybody that listened to our Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney show knows that I kind of struggle with, like, Japanese um, anime where, like, there's no dub and it's just, like, shrieking. So I was expecting this movie to be worse than it actually was. But when the movie started... I was just like, oh, Jesus Christ, this is going to be awful. Because the first thing that that I does when she gets into town is she's like, I moved here. Hello. She's like screaming at the top I of her that. lungs. That's cute. Oh, dude. I was I was just like, I think fuck I, me. Th- I don't know if it has to do with just that. If you were to watch an American children's cartoon, like like the voice acting in it is it's always like screeching and stuff like that. Maybe it's just worse because you like don't know what they're saying or something but like no i, I, like, I, I would dare think you right. watch any show made for like a five-year-old i mean i think you're right it's just like it's just that kind of uh style of because like even even a lot of dubs are awful like people are just like screaming at the top of their lungs but like uh i, I don't know i i just feel like it <laughs> i always it just makes me think of like trying to watch anime and like the the emotion is conveyed through like raised voices and shouting and maybe that's like maybe that's not accurate but that's just kind of what i think so i at the very start i was just like oh i was ready to not love it already because of how (laughs) annoying she was it's like 80s wrestling promos dude that's it (laughs) let me tell you brother brother. (laughs) (laughs) Um, i will i will say though i will say that Beyond this opening scene, it actually got pretty decent. It wasn't, uh, it, there wasn't a whole lot yeah. of like ridiculous shouting, except for one character who we'll get to. You could probably guess this character, mm. Goo, right now. But, oh, wait. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll say, uh, 
I'm writing it down on a piece of paper, and I'll tell you if I'm right later. Okay. <laughs> so you know I'm not okay. cheating. Oh, here we go. So I has has moved into Animal Village, and uh, Tortimer, the mayor, greets her. He's a big turtle. This dude is absolutely a serial killer. No questions asked. He, <laughs> yeah. he peels he peels the flesh off of people when the camera's not rolling. I guarantee it. He's so weird. Yeah, he definitely there's definitely a sub story with him that's unexplored. He he used to live in the ocean and like he was in the dark <laughs> corners of the ocean and he got exiled and uh he got exiled for murdering other people in the ocean and he ended up at Animal Village and uh, his memory is gone because he was cast at sea for a long time. Wow, I like this. There's I, a dark there's a dark story <laughs> behind old Tor- Tortimer there. I'll be honest, the mayor was uh, the only character I didn't like. <laughs> I just like, yeah, okay, well, okay, I'll, I'll say what I was going to say. Um, yeah, I, I kind of thought that it was kind of funny how like he was uh, always just like talking about the election, and I never knew if there actually was an election or if anyone was running against him, and it doesn't <laughs> really matter, but like, no. I, I thought it was like at least kind of funny. Uh, there is... Like, there's just a lot of gimmicks in this movie. Like, there's there's this one guy. He's a penguin or something like that. And like, Oh, this you, was good. No, you see him fishing, like, every ten minutes. And oh, it's that like, was my favorite part. I love it's like, that. What's, he, what's he doing? He's what's the point to, of this? He's trying to get a good catch. He's a penguin. He loves fish. But, like, it had nothing to do with anything. Yeah, it's just like a little, uh, you know, little uh, vignette, you know? So, I think, I think they're right there lies the difference that you're gonna the gap is gonna widen between us in this movie um but yeah let's keep it going here uh wait hold uh, on i I had to say i didn't like just in general i want to say what i didn't like about the mayor is because i have i have no and i know animal village isn't real (laughs) and uh it's it's meant for fun and it's cute but i have no sympathy for politicians at all (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and the mayor's talking about like oh no one remembers me uh what or like no one likes me oh the election i'm like yo if you want to win the election like maybe go do something mayor go do something you got to earn that vote mayor so i was like tired of his whining well he, <laughs> he, he's lucky he didn't have an <laughs> opponent because he earned one vote at the end and that was his own vote yeah, see, he didn't do it. What did he do? You know, did you see him? Do you see him improve his community once in this movie? That's that's why after this, this is the last game, I think, where he is the mayor. Eventually, they're like, you know what? You're the mayor. We don't in need city folk. Yeah, you were the mayor. Yeah. And that's been Tortimer is like retired in all the future. Games. Well, hold on. What, what is Isabel do? What is her job title? She's like a like a administrator. You know what I mean? Like. Okay, like, and she didn't. She didn't get hired until Animal Crossing: New Leaf, right? Yeah, you like you. She like does the paperwork. <laughs> you like tell her what to do. You're the mayor in City Folk, and you tell her what to do. So, oh, like, she she was around in City Folk too. Or no, no, sorry, New Leaf, New Leaf. Oh, um, okay. I yeah, got my that, Animal Crossing crisscrossed here. Yeah. So that's that's how useless Tortimer was, is because they're like he can't do the job. Uh, so, uh, he, he seems like, uh, kind of a fuddy duddy and he's a serial killer. So uh, yeah. off the Island, vote him off the Island. I would say, well, I mean, you send it back into the ocean though. He's just going to start killing people again. 
That's true. That's true. We need to f- <laughs> we need to focus on uh, rehabilitation and not punishment for him. Right. I think. We need we need to lock him in Animal Arkham Asylum or something like that. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's he, he's he's definitely like a mass murderer, hundred percent. Yeah, he's basically the Joker of Animal Crossing for sure. But, he's the, but it's worse. pretty twisted. Oh, way worse. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right so i speaking of, of serial killers <laughs> got that out of uh, <laughs> i is heading over to nook's cranny and meets the supervillain himself tom nook and in true uh in true uh fashion uh nook makes her go and work for the keys yeah. to her own house and she's doing deliveries to all the residents all across animal village what you a guy know- yeah, you know what though? He gives her a really nice place, uh, like really nice. <laughs> I think she, Tom she's Nook... eleven years old. Her house is better than mine. Yeah, I don't know if we need to do the to- the whole Tom Nook is a crooked landlord discussion on this podcast, but I do think he gets a bad rap. Um, I think Tom. Nook's I, th- a good I think guy. in this movie, he definitely wasn't a crooked guy. No, he gives you a nice place. He upgrades it for, you know, and then you pay him back as you can. Like, he's a good guy. I actually, I don't really have much to say about uh, Tom I appreciate because, that. Like, I'm like preempting arguments about him, but well, I appreciate I mean, that you're neutral. It just, it, it just goes back to like, you know, I've only played Wild World. I don't really remember how how my thing, how my house got started. Um, you know, I mean, Sam and I have been house shopping for, for months and you know, Tom Nook is just like anyone else trying to sell you a house. It's no worse, no better. You're not you know? going to get the same kind of deals in real life. You know what I mean? Like the same kind of uh, loan. So, yeah. no, no, definitely <laughs> not. Um, okay, so so A is going around the village, and she meets oh, A or Jesus I, I I is her name. I, what kind of fucking name is AI for a lead character? What the hell is that? AI. I think it's Japanese. I don't- like, fucking horrible it's wow. horrible i'm I'm sorry but it's Spateri horrible is being outed as like japanophobic here pretty hardcore uh and i don't mean to be it's just i i feel like i i have a hard enough time pronouncing things as it is and they're they're setting me up to fail you can call her something else if you want like the americanized version no don't do that <laughs> no we're gonna she's i damn it she's i i okay so i was going all around town here and she's meeting uh, Rosie the cat, who's a, a self-obsessed romantic. Uh, Alfonso yeah. the alligator. And uh, this motherfucker ordered 500 pies. Whitney the wolf, the <laughs> the very pretty uh, ladylike wolf of the town. Uh, Sable and Mabel the hedgehogs, who run a store and seem nice. And Margie the elephant, who uh, designs clothes. And I guess that they become best friends so a lot of a lot of characters that she meets right at the beginning here did you have a favorite mm-hmm. amongst the people that i just named yeah i don't I, I don't think you named them actually but it's the the monkey guy who's just always ra- he's like raging around town like exercising you remember oh, him yeah yeah i forgot about him I, just, I don't know what his name is he's he's not a character really but there's just like a monkey who's like tearing ass around town working he's out. got the barrel tied around his waist <laughs> yeah he was my favorite um and then yeah of the ones you named i mean i i like the i like the margie the margie stuff in this that was kind of the most emotional th- story in this okay. so i, I kind of like that friendship there 
And, All right, and so I, it's I, it's time for you to reveal goo. Who did you write down as your character that you thought that I hated? Um, I wrote down which uh, the uh, it's the alligator. You thought I hated the alligator? Yeah, I don't know why. I felt like he was pretty out. Or is it the kid? I I hated the kid. I was uh, gonna say you were close with the alligator, but that the kid com- was awful. That combo was a bit much. I guess they were kind of meant to be a little, kind of these rambunctious youths you know uh, yeah yeah this, so this this kid's name is you why you uh and he is dressed up as a ninja so that's cool he's annoying that's as fuck very and he's cool. catching bugs so yeah. okay it sort of reminded me because you you know you gotta you gotta share your village on animal crossing and it sort of reminded me of like uh people i'm sure some people Actually, I don't want to. I don't want to say this and offend someone because it's not actually true in my situation. But like, you got to share a town, and then you've got your like, like annoying younger brother who's like fucking around in your town <laughs> and, <laughs> and like do like digging holes everywhere and whatever. Like that's what it reminded me of uh, a little bit. So I, even though he's a little annoying, I was like, well, he's kind of meant to be this like rambunctious kid who kind of is like what's what's with this guy he's dressed like a pirate he's dressed like a ninja so i i wasn't too annoyed by him i wasn't really annoyed at all but i i think i get it he he was kind of annoying yeah he he was an annoying little like kid brother type you're definitely right i thought it was just weird because it was like it was almost like he was supposed to be like the love interest because he's the only other human but like also they're 11 you know yeah well, i don't think they played on that really I, that might just be a, a natural thing to think because it's like, oh, another human. <laughs> Maybe I'm just fucking twisted. I don't know. <laughs> I was just you're, like, yeah, like, this guy's why are annoying. these 11-year-olds hooking up? <laughs> what is weird? Uh, I, like, it did cross my mind, too, because there was, I, like, implied, there, not implied, there was, like, romance between the animals in this, and I was like... Oh, hmm. yeah. I was like, hmm. <laughs> the, uh, uh, the wolf and the eagle were fucking... Yeah, so I was like, <laughs> I think this happens in the. Does this happen in the game? And I, I was like, can you romance the animals in the? Ga-? I was like, and I was like, I don't, I don't want to think about this anymore. What, what the fuck? So you just got, <laughs> you just have to start thinking about the eleven year olds. I don't know what is worse, um, but what I do know is that life looks simple and it looks lovely on Animal Village. It's uh, the animation again is just very, very nice um yeah you're you know, very complimentary i is still working for tom and you know we get a nice montage here things are going you know looks like pretty good We're and hanging. uh finally finally uh a moment in this movie happened where i i popped huge mr oh. resetti pops out of the ground and starts <laughs> screaming at i i i loved this i was i was like yes yeah it was it was interesting how they like had to get him in here because like he had a very specific function in the game, the old games, you know, and and he's retired now in the in the new games. Yeah, another and this unlike Tortimer is like an earned retirement. Like he worked hard all those years. You know, yeah, what I Rossetti mean. Like, just got laid off. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully, you got a good severance package or something. But 
so actually, I, I looked into this uh, once before because I felt bad for my boy Rossetti. Um, apparently, and keep in mind, I don't really know what I'm talking about because I haven't played New Horizons. But apparently, that when you use rescue services in uh, New Horizons, I don't know what rescue services is for, but when you use it, the the music and the voice is Mr. Rossetti. So he's kind of like the service dispatcher of the helicopter that comes and grabs you. Oh, okay. So he's got like a desk job now. Yeah, so it seems like he's got a new gig. So that's kind of good. Yeah, that's good. That's like you retire, but then you take on like a part-time job because you probably don't always have to be doing rescue service dispatching. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably like a work-from-home thing, you know, like the buzzer goes off and he's like, ah, I got to send out the chopper. He, he's living in one of those death stranding bunkers under the ground. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I get that yeah. now. <laughs> so yeah, you're playing death stranding. I can't, I can't wait to talk about that. Maybe a little bit in depth sometime soon. Um, yeah. So this to me, I'm just like, okay, well like this is a nice little, uh, this is a nice little montage here. We kind of have this weird reason to get uh, eye into the museum and I can't remember what exactly it was, but she ends up in the museum, and the museum looks really cool. It was run by Blathers and Celeste the Owls, and they were fine enough. But, um, you know, I, yeah. I was just like, I was like, this looks cool. I I was kind of waiting for it to, like, get going and, like, kick into what this movie was about. But at this point, I was just like, okay, like, I'm okay just kind of seeing, like, the fan service locations from mm-hmm. Animal Crossing in animated form. So at, at this point, I was still like, okay, this is cool. Yeah, yeah, like, they were just, this was still, like, we're running through everything. You gotta get so, all the locations, yeah. She goes up to a bar called The Roost and uh, is delivering a package to Apollo the Eagle. And uh, I guess this guy has some kind of issues. And I, I don't know, man, I was just like, so he's, like, he's kind of this, like, cold, typical anime guy, doesn't say much, or whatever, I'm like, I don't know if I'm buying that in the Animal Crossing movie. <laughs> you know? I I liked that element, actually. I, I liked Apollo as a character, though I, I don't know. Uh, like, by the end of it, I wasn't... Like, they didn't resolve... Like, I, I didn't need him to there have, like, no a story. There was no payoff. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't need him to have, like, a story. But, um... I, I, th- I think the moment... There's a moment in the end where he... It's supposed to be, like, the come-around moment. And, um, I, I mean, let's, we can just talk about it, but I feel like he could have said something just like something not profound, but like interesting in that moment where we're like, cause we kind of, okay, we skipped over it, but I like landed in his flower bed. Right. Right. Um, yeah. That's that why, was it. That was that's it. why Rossetti yelled at her because he's like in the upholder of rules and then he shows up at the coffee shop and she's like afraid to talk to him because uh she wrecked his flowers and he was like yeah someone wrecked my flowers he's all upset about it and she tells him and he just storms out then at the end of the movie we can just get his arc out of here <laughs> but at the end of the movie he uh she says something to him and i was just hoping you know he could have said something nice or whatever and he was just like Oh yeah, I like forgot about that. <laughs> you know, it's like what? Yeah, it was oh, horrible. Yeah. yeah, it was horrible. He's just like, oh, uh, I yeah, I forgot about that. You, I, I wasn't mad at you about that. It's like, yeah. well, then why are we being such a dick the whole movie? Yeah, like again, I, I feel like they could have just given him something, you know, like 
just just one little just change that line because I feel like it was so dismissive, you know. Well, okay, so hold on. So I'm I'm not gonna let that go because there is like there is several things in this movie that are kind of there. They spend a little bit of time on and then they don't pay it off at all. And Apollo is one of them, but then Whitney, the the pretty wolf, is also another one of them because she's giving uh, I a lecture at the roost at one point in the movie, and like she's giving her relationship advice, and she's clearly talking about Apollo, and then like they do not mention that at all for the rest of the movie at all. I don't think she has she has like maybe one more line the rest of the movie. Mm. Yeah, you I know mean, what I'm, you know what I'm talking about. Well, other characters talk about it, and then at the end. that's the moment actually at the end where like apollo has that line uh she like gives him a look or something but it's like that's not like a look like that's not a thing you like give some yeah like i didn't need i like (laughs) they don't the the line didn't even make any sense (laughs) we're going in depth about this uh wolf eagle relationship (laughs) this is a fucked up show (laughs) but uh like i don't know i like again I actually like the simplicity of some of the stuff in this movie, and I feel like again, like they didn't need to like come together in the end. But I, I feel like it would have been like if he just said something that was like, "Oh, he's like, he's like, I don't know, not cold anymore." <laughs> you know, like something that's like, "Oh, something has changed in him," and then she could give a knowing look, like, "Ah, okay," and then you kind of think like, "Okay." she's recognized something about him is different you know <laughs> like i think that could I, be a, a nice i, I, could, little I thing. could totally accept that could totally accept that but like nothing changed he was just like oh yeah i'm not mad about that <laughs> yeah. and, that and that was it yeah <laughs> that, that was it yeah i just wanted something uh, something more a little bit more profound in this <laughs> but I, I don't think it was a problem with the format like i liked the form of this i think there's a lot of like great movies that don't follow like a tr- traditional like act structure like most movies do but like right. they convey you know they convey like unique little stories within them but you know this this didn't really nail that at all which you know it's it's for like a, an so, hour and a half movie for kids i guess you know the bar is not very high so i like i said at the top of the show i think that if you are an animal crossing fan there's no way that you don't like this movie but if you so so I'm not an Animal Crossing fan. It's never been my thing and I don't like it because I just feel like there's not really a point to anything that you do. So when I'm watching this movie and we're like half an hour in and it's about nothing so far, like there's all these like kind of things happening but like nothing really important. I'm just like what is this about? Nothing. And I'm like what what is Animal Crossing about? The game. Nothing. <laughs> Like that that's where I'm, uh, I'm yeah, just I like don't, I don't I, necessarily agree with that but <laughs> well all, all right all right let, let's keep going and see where this movie takes us because okay, there okay. is like there's a bunch of different things going on all at once mm-hmm. um you know what actually I think I'll give a shout out to Rune Wolf over on our discord because he said that this movie was basically the equivalent of like compressing a TV show into a movie and I like totally agree with that okay um i could, yeah, I could I totally so. i could totally see that but let's keep going here um so i is on the beach and she finds a bottle in uh on in the water in the sand that has a note inside of it 
It's telling her that a miracle will occur if she plants pine trees in the forest. So that's cool. Uh, we get to know Margie yeah. a little bit. She has dreams of being a famous clothing designer. So that's cool. Um, she finds <laughs> she finds another bottle telling her to plant some more trees. It, it was hard for me to just be like, okay, like what's relevant to the plot and what can I just like skip over here because I had no idea. But uh, eventually, oh, also when she was at the museum, we heard Blathers the Owl tell her the legend about uh, what is this called, like a, a seismosaurus or something like that. Yeah. So they go, they go exploring. They being I, you, Rosie, Margie, and Alfonso. So they all go exploring in a cave. They're on a boat. They go crashing and uh, end up in a deep part of the cave. You is dressed like a fucking pirate. <laughs> they get into like this this waterfally part. They end up finding the entire fossil for the seismosaur. And yeah, pretty, I feel pretty like cool. I, it, it was pretty cool, actually. It was pretty cool. And uh, actually, and really noteworthy here, the you said damn it in the Animal Crossing movie, which I couldn't believe. <laughs> yeah, maybe it translates differently or something like that. I I guess. Um, anyways, so they find this fossil, and then you like he starts a landslide basically, and the cave starts collapsing, and then that's it. They're done with that dinosaur subplot. They come back to it later in the movie, but like they're not there for the dinosaur. I was just. I was just like, that was another thing to me that was like kind of set up and never paid off. Oh, I mean, I thought they came back there later or whatever, but. I, I mean, I mean, they do, but like they're not there for the seismosaur. Yeah, but maybe like, I'm just being a grouch. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was like a little a little journey. Yeah, I, I guess I could see like, I again, I think like, yeah, in like a more traditional movie, it would be like, here's here's the setup for the like quest or whatever but instead i feel like this is like more like just showing <laughs> showing life i guess happening you know which i think i don't know it's it's not like this wields that to its full potential like some great greats do but i i like the idea of that of just like you know like portraying life in that way because that's kind of how like life happens to you a little bit like it isn't like the actually this one like overarching narrative for most people it's like it's like these small little things that make up your collective experience <laughs> i think I'm, okay. gi- I'm giving the animal crossing movie more credit than it's really going for but i well re- maybe, maybe i'm being a little bit more harsh than i need to be but I, I i see and appreciate what you're saying yeah but i just i think that that works better for a tv show i think is the the crux of my point i can see that yeah this was um, like then, a, you know, this was like a kids, uh, the kid version of uh, Boyhood. <laughs> you remember, you remember, did you see that movie? Yeah, I could, I could see that. Yeah, I it's could just see that. like a lot of things happening, and it's just like, damn, life. <laughs> One thing that I think that we can agree was awesome was KK Slider putting on that show. That, that was great. That slapped. Yeah, KK. That Bossa. was awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, th- this was awesome. So actually, I gotta I gotta give a shout out to my boy KK because there is a amazing version of Old Town Road oh, that sure, KK yeah. destroys. He just he destroys it, and there's actually a wicked YouTube channel full of uh, KK Slider covers. It's awesome. He's the best at doing covers. <laughs> you know, so I was uh, I was like, how is this gonna be? Because. You know, no one's talking like animal, like they're not like, blah, 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 blah. so I was like, what's he right. going to, is he going to, 
is like a voice actor gonna sing and then no it was just <laughs> it's like yes <laughs> i loved it i actually didn't really like that there was like um subtitles to it though like like lyrics to his music i just kind of like listening to like the and just kind of letting that be like the like that's all you need i think i don't think you needed the uh I think the, they the words, you know? Don't they I feel like they might actually have those in the game when you like see them play though. Hmm. Okay, so, I'll, so I'll take your word for that. I'm not sure. I, I do kind of agree with you though, but I, I, I think maybe that was like it was like the words that from the game, but I see what you're saying. I like I especially when listening to those like like listening to KK Slider doing sicko mode or whatever is <laughs> like I don't I don't care about the lyrics, you know, I just want to hear him spit fire. Yeah, this this was awesome. He was playing uh he was playing his jam. What was it? The KK Bossa? KK Bossa, yeah. KK Bossa. <laughs> so he was playing it for Margie. That was her favorite song in the whole it. world. Well, this was like a some kind of festival or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> KK was there and he was he was dropping fire and yeah. uh and and in the fall, we fast forward to the fall. Animal Village looks very pretty in the fall, by the way. It's always looking good, yeah. Every season looks great there. It it does, yes, it does. I I think that the animation in this movie is consistently very pretty and very whimsical. I will say that. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Um, so Rosie goes over to to A's house and is bitching her out for for missing Margie's farewell party. Uh, Margie the elephant is a fashion designer and has moved away to a different island shocked. to. To pursue a career in fashion. I was mad. I was like, why the fuck would Margie do that? (laughs) (laughs) I'd be pissed if somebody like didn't tell me that they were like my best friend was just like this is like shadow dropped out of the out of the island. You're telling me you didn't feel the heartbreak? (laughs) No, you know what? That was pretty sad. That was pretty sad. (laughs) All right. Yeah, that was I'm not I'm not heartless, Gooey. We're meeting in the middle. I like this. I think that this was this was probably the best part of the movie because it was actually about something. Like Do you think is, they could have made a like a better movie if it had been a bit more structured around Margie and I? Maybe I, I think so because like you can still I, have I think all the that other characters, is, you know. Yeah, I think that there's definitely a value in showing like kind of like everyday life in the island. I think that you want that in an Animal Crossing movie, but like also I feel like you want like kind of an overarching something you know what i mean like like for example when you are playing uh a super mario game right like you you start off at the very beginning and you're like bowser's kidnapped the princess and i gotta go rescue her and mario goes to all these random worlds he's doing random things for random characters but at the end of the day you know that like okay like my goal is to rescue the princess from bowser mm-hmm. like maybe if right. it was structured with like you know kind of that start and end i don't know yeah yeah i could see that um, anyway, so so uh, yeah, Margie just goes to town in the middle of the night, and poor poor I is very sad. She goes to the roost and orders a, a cup of coffee. Is very sad, and uh, KK Bossa starts to play, and, and Rosie or not Rosie, uh, I starts to cry. Was, that was very sad. That was a sad moment. Yeah, that sticks out to me as one of the more the better emotional moments for sure. Yeah, it was it was really good. Mu- like it was a good moment, and it's good music. And I feel like music creates moments a lot. Like for me, I'm just like music is like kind of one of the things that triggers my memory a lot. 
So like, yeah, this, yeah. this was uh, this was a good scene. I think yeah. KK boss is on. How could you not like that? So um, Whitney, the pretty wolf gives her kind of gives her, I guess like a pep talk. The one that I was complaining about earlier. And uh, was, is, I think she's basically saying like, be happy for your friend or something. Something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. I don't quite remember. I, I it don't, know. I, I, I don't think right. it matters. I thought it was um, okay. I thought it was good. I don't know. I love this scene, dude. So I goes back home and the fat walrus from Link's Awakening is on the ground. <laughs> that, tub of, <laughs> that tub of goo. <laughs> that tub of goo. <laughs> and he's like, I'm hungry. And then she feeds him sushi. And then like the, the fat walrus is like, you'll love it. Try it. As if it's his own sushi. And she tries her own food. And it's just like, wow, delicious. Like it's this big revelation. And I'm like, what the fuck does this have to do with anything? And then she gets a letter, and the fat tub of goo walrus Just disappears out the window. He dis from yeah. forever. And I was like, what? So another thing, another that thing that's not paid off. No, that owned. That was good. Oh. I I just loved how that was so. I don't know. It was so random. It, it was so it. random. So she gets this letter. The letter's from Margie. Margie says, "I." I couldn't tell you goodbye because it'd make me too sad and I don't want to start my new life with my new dreams from being that's, sad. That's heartbreaking. That would piss me off, man. If I was, I, I, I gotta tell you. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's that some was, bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was uh that, that'd be a hard letter to receive. I thought, I thought that was good. That, that's a selfish, that's a selfish thing for Margie. I think it was. Yeah, Definitely. Well, we are going to fast forward now to wintertime. And uh, again, I'm going to just say that this might have been the prettiest that Animal Village looks with all the Christmas lights. I think it looks great. looks yeah, they, very pretty. They make winter look real good there, yeah. <laughs> kind of makes me excited for winter in New Horizons. Like, even though I don't own the game, I think, like, you see enough screenshots. It looks very pretty. And, you know, they'll have some cool updates with cool stuff to do. I get excited yes. for my friends who play it when it's like, Oh, now we got fireworks. I'm like, sweet. Good good for you guys. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if that's what you're, you're all about, I'm excited for that. Whatever to get you through right now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's winter time, and, uh, and A is, or I is planted all these, all these pine trees around the village that the notes in the bottle told her to. And, uh, I, oh, yeah, there's a competition going on for the best Christmas light decoration display or something like that. Lots of stuff going on in Animal Village as winter rolls around here. Yeah. You know, okay, so that's a thing that that I'll point out um, is that they, you know, they're like, plant all these trees, plant all these trees, and then, like, we just cut to, oh, yeah, I planted all those trees, you know? It's like, maybe we could have had a, a scene used for tree planting to work towards that goal or You know what I mean? Like... And like a nice montage just showing off different parts of animal village you could uh if if we're gonna structure this more like uh you know like a traditional narrative that's working towards something maybe it's like you know she, she clashes with the with the kid the ninja kid he's always like fucking shit up and he's like digging holes everywhere people are falling in maybe it's like eventually they learn to get along because he helps her dig holes to plant the trees yeah there you go there that'd you be go. great and then it's like, then they come together that way. You know, that could have oh, That's awesome. I'm making arguments for you. This, that's good shit. That's what they should have done. So, so I, I kind of skipped over this, but like earlier in the movie, 
there's this uh there's this thing where like what the what is it like they her and margie are talking about how cherry pie is like their kind of equivalent for chasing their dreams do i have yeah, that right yes which was it's, that was very difficult for me because i just kept thinking of that song <laughs> <laughs> which is about she we don't need to talk yeah. about what it's about but it's like so i don't know i was like that's a that's a bad metaphor like they there's a million fruits in animal crossing like we could have picked a different one <laughs> uh a pe- peach pie maybe yeah i didn't Apple think of pie. that but now that you said it i can't not think of that yeah i was like okay yeah never mind <laughs> um so so like she she uh being margie margie keeps on telling uh a i god damn it i to <laughs> To find her, to bake her cherry pie or something like this. Yeah, it's like your, yeah, chase your dreams. To, to chase your dreams. And so I'm sitting there and I'm just like, okay, I guess planting trees all around the island is her chasing her dreams. I feel like even that's not really paid off at the end. Like it kind of is, but it kind of isn't. Well, no, because like they, uh, yeah, because well, eventually after the thing happens, that happens when you plant the trees and then at the end they like they um vote her like the winner or whatever i don't remember but i think that like is that her dream to be the winner so i yeah i think what's going on is you see in the movie she's like setting off on her own and um here's here's my interpretation of what the the narrative arc is is that it's like about this girl moving to a town and she wants to just set off and be on her own you know and and make friends and all this stuff and then she makes she does make some good friends, but her best friend kind of breaks her heart and moves away. But uh, but you know, she, but she wants to be like accepted in this town still and have friends and be a part of the community. And by the end, you know, she's like her. She makes up with her friend. She's like everyone in the community loves her. You know, like that's her version of like following her dreams. Where she said, "Okay, Margie's version of following her dreams was to leave the town." much like I left my town, you know? So that's that's a very uh, generous, I guess, interpretation, but I, I did kind of get that from watching it. I was like, oh, that's kind of nice. Let me tell you what would have worked better than that. All right. <laughs> I, I is, a, is a shy girl. She has trouble making friends. She has trouble fitting in with people. But by the end of the movie, she's made all these great fan, friends and she's fit in with her village. She's won the, the decoration thing. And everybody loves her, and she finally feels at home with everybody. That would have been good, but, like, the second she gets to Animal Village, she's, like, screaming, like, I'm here! And, like, she's like she's very, obviously, like, a social butterfly. Like, she doesn't need to... Like, she she's comfortable around people and, and everything already. So, I, I don't know. That payoff to me was just kind of like, oh, okay. Uh, okay, I guess that's her cherry pie. Okay. I mean, in the... I, I guess I wouldn't say she's, like, shy, but I think you're sort of i think we have a similar interpretation of how it should have been versus what it was like right. I, don't, I don't know i think that came across for me still this, this is probably us overthinking it like we were overthinking pokemon being used as is like violent <laughs> this, uh, i mean we do this for every movie <laughs> for sure so it's okay okay <laughs> let's let's turn the animal crossing movie up to 11 because <laughs> I dead ass thinks that those notes that she's been finding were sent by UFOs and sure as shit, a UFO 
crashes out of the sky and falls into yes. Animal Village. <laughs> I, a UFO. There's like a double twist here, actually, which is great. <laughs> I, I got to know something as a fan or not as a fan of Animal Crossing. Are there many UFOs in Animal Crossing? Not that I remember. Um, no, I don't think so. Unless. The, is there. A... If you are an Animal Crossing fan out there and you know of a couple UFOs in that game, uh, you let us know over on Twitter at Virtual Theater well, X. So I know, like, so Gulliver, I think, is the guy who crashes. And he, like, I know in, like, the new game and I've in some of the other games, he, like, washes up on shore. He's, like, a sailor. So, like. Um, huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, the, but I've not seen him come like that. You know what I mean? Oh, no. In, uh. Oh, this. Okay. So I'm looking on a Animal Crossing wiki here, and it looks like they must have. It, I don't remember when City Folk came out relative to this movie. It was after, right? Yeah, that was the Wii game. Oh, no. In Wild World, too. Okay. So in Wild World and City Folk, um,. You could. There were UFOs, and it says, "Yeah, oh, you oh, could. Oh, okay, you could shoot them down, and Gulliver would be would be in them, and you'd have to like fetch the parts for him." Well, that is literally what happens in this movie. The UFO crashes. Gulliver the seagull falls right on his face the second that he gets out, and tells the all of the residents of Animal Village who have gathered around the UFO that he is. Uh, He's lost five missing UFO parts. So we have a side quest at like the very end of the movie here. So I guess that's cool. It's kind of like the big, it's the big finale. Because <laughs> they got to go back to the cave. Kind of, yeah. And I don't know how, I don't remember them getting together to go to that cave. But so anyway, so the uh, Rosie and I and you and Alfonso are all going back to the cave that had the seismosaur. And all of a sudden, Margie just shows up, and she's back. And she's like, hey, I had holidays off. I thought I'd come visit. And it kind of wasn't like a big deal. It kind of wasn't a big scene. They kind of hugged, and that was it. Oh, I thought it was kind of big, because it was like, oh, we got to get in this cave. We can't get in a big cave. Here comes Margie to move this big-ass rock, you know? I thought it was I thought it was a, enough of an entrance and, like, moment. Okay, okay. <laughs> Uh, I, I was just like, oh, hey, it's Margie. That's nice. Um, anyways, so the five of them reunited. They go back into this cave, and uh, Hugh is climbing on the dinosaur to get the UFO part. And after some shenanigans, he finally gets it. So there we go. Yeah, side quest completed. Uh, they bring the parts back to what is now like an army of flying saucers in the fucking sky. And uh, let me see if I have this right, Goo. So Gulliver bumped in to a UFO in space and heard it. And now uh, A or I returns the part and a baby UFO comes out. Is that what happened? Uh, yeah, something like that. <laughs> I, at that point, I was just like, whoa, what, the, what is going on? I'm, I'm watching this and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. It got crazy. It got pretty crazy because there was like all the 3D, the 3D effect with the aliens and stuff like that. Dude, um, it was like, I, I was just like, am I watching Annihilation? What's going on here? <laughs> it was like. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> so I, I had a theory, actually, because when I was watching this, I was like, I don't think UFOs are part of Animal Crossing. So we've since proved that that's not true. UFOs are part. But I had a theory when I was watching this. I was just like, are these UFOs supposed to, like, symbolize other players, like, visiting other islands? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. I, like, I but I don't think that was a thing back no. with, with Wild World, was no. it? No, yeah, you, I think you could. I think. I, that was my thought, was like, is this supposed to, like, represent us Whoa. coming together <laughs> with the animal village? No, I thought, because I had always interpreted the other kid as that, because he even says, like, oh, I'm from the town over. <laughs> like, this kid's from the other town, but he always comes here to, like, play with this Fuck like, alligator. Yeah. The Mario Actually, alligator. Yeah, I was going to say, shout out to Alfonso in his it's Mario me. shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Oh, deep, it was, it was fucking there. weird, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah, I, I liked um, it. I thought it was goofy and fun. Yeah, it, it was goofy. So the UFOs, <laughs> they get their parts back, and then a baby UFO pops out, and he's talking to to I, and then uh, they all leave, but they make a constellation out of, uh, out of I's face, and uh, the movie just kind of ends. Apollo forgives her for ruining... His garden, I wins the best decoration for the winter festival, and like the movie's kind of over. And then in the end credit scene, spring starts again, so it's been one full year. So I, I don't know. I, I feel like it. So at the end of the movie, I'm sitting there, and I'm just like thinking to myself, and I'm like, okay, so we got this Seismosaur story that didn't get paid off. We got the Apollo and Whitney thing that didn't get paid off. We've got this UFO like cherry pie thing, which. I think it was kind of a payoff, but I'm not really like it didn't make sense to me that payoff. And so I'm just like, I'm like, what what is going like, what was this movie about? Because I don't know, because I don't like the crux of the movie, I think, should have been about Margie and I. And it really like it wasn't really. I don't think. Would you would you disagree with that? Uh, I mean, yeah, my again, my interpretation of it was sort of what I got at before was that it was like about mostly you know, her journey through the year and, like, you know, truly finding her place in Animal Village to the point where she plant she planted all these trees and she got a freaking fireworks display with of her face <laughs> and all everybody loves her. And then, but then you had it mixed in all these kind of, like, small vignettes of, like, other characters or, like, things like the fishing and the... We didn't even talk about uh, there was, like, Pasquale, I think is his name, the like weird otter thing. <laughs> oh yeah. Just like Yeah, what was his gimmick? He just kinda he, like I thought that he was gonna rescue them actually from their boat, but he just like showed up and swam away. Yeah, no, like that's what I think he does in the game too. He's just like a weird otter <laughs> who says weird things. So it, that was just kind of an Easter egg there. But you know, like and the walrus. Like I, I just thought like you have kind of like the simplistic narrative with like all these little character moments peppered in i you know again i think it could have been executed in a more interesting way but i i also wasn't like i got out of it what i wanted to get out of an animal crossing movie you know like it was just like a nice little time <laughs> i guess you know you know it was it was a nice it was a nice looking movie it's very whimsical it wasn't awful, but like 
I just, so I'm watching it and I'm like, okay, I just feel like it's about nothing. And that's why I don't like Animal Crossing the game is because like, it's about nothing. You don't do anything. You just, you water, like, it's very mundane. And to me, I'm just like, like, this was also very mundane. And it's like, okay, well, like, like I'm, I'm ready for things to kind of get going here. And, like, it didn't need to have, like, a million subplots and side quests, like, like Dragon Quest, your story or my story or whatever the hell that movie's called. Uh-huh. But, like, I feel like it really only had, like, one kind of plot, which was the, uh, the A or the I and Margie stuff. And that was, like kind of centered in the, in the second act, and it was more or less done mm-hmm. by the time that the third act started. I guess so. I mean, she comes back in the end and apologizes, and I don't know. I, I feel like I'm kind of beating up the Animal Crossing movie I, here, but I, like, do, I, I find I, it I hard to, I find it hard to combat or, like, to debate against just, like, there's no point or nothing, you don't do anything, because it's like, well, it's like, I don't know. I can think of plenty of things you do, but it's, I don't know. It's too, it's too well, broad. I, it's too broad of a statement to, to yeah, debate. Yeah. And, and I think that's the difference is like, if you're like, I know, I know that like tons of obviously 22 million people, right. Play this game just to relax and chill out and do like, do just kind of relaxing stuff in a relaxing world with nice music and cute neighbors and stuff like that. And it's just not my thing. Like mm-hmm. I just, and I wish it was. It's just I don't know. It's it's just kind of not. And uh, you know this this movie I think was the perfect representation of Animal Crossing the game because it was the exact same thing. It was kind of it was relaxing. It was whimsical. It was cute. There was nice music, but like it just wasn't. It feel, it seems like you need like a specific objective or something because in Animal Crossing you do <sighs> you know you do plenty you. You start with a bare bones looking town, you build it up and you decorate the town, make it look nice and you keep expanding on it and you know, you, you decorate yeah, I, I said, it and you know, you it by the end of it it's like you get what you get out of it what you put into it, you know. It's not it, right. it doesn't say here's what you have to do and you do it and they go, "Okay, good job." You know, they just go, "Here's what here's your Here's what you can do. And, you know, do do whatever yeah. you like. You know, I mean, there are, there is, like, some things that are considered, like, quote-unquote endgame, but, like, they're more loose objectives, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, I guess, like, in a sense, you're right. Like, I just like to have, like, at least, like, at least a vague kind of overarching, like, goal to work towards. You know, like, in, in, in Animal Crossing, I, you're, I'm sure you're right. I could probably set my own goal and whatever, but... I, I don't know. I, I've tried it. Just wasn't yeah, my thing. It's not your thing. I, and I don't, I don't really thing. like right. Stardew Valley or like Harvest Moon or those kind of things. And like, um, again, I, I feel like this movie was made for fans of Animal Crossing. And I think that if you're a fan of Animal Crossing, this totally works. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And I think that's, um, I don't know. I think it did what it should have done for the most, most part, um, in capturing that feel. Like I, I would rather it, attempt and like not totally stick the landing on doing something more unique like this than to try to be like you know like a lot of game adaptations where it's like okay especially ones for kids where it's like okay we gotta how how do we make this uh how do we turn this movie into a movie that existed before but like with our video game characters in it now you know what i mean like that's what i think of when i think of sonic where it's like 
all right, we took your kind of classic road trip buddy movie, and then we right. we pasted Sonic in there instead of, uh, you know, like Alvin and the Chipmunks or whatever, and boom. You know? Yeah, I, I think that that's fair. I think that has merit, actually. But yeah, I can, I, then I can understand, like, if that's not, if that's not your bag then it's like it's not yeah i I really think that this would have made a really great tv series where like each episode could kind of focus on one character that's true like maybe at the season finale you could have the big thing where like they find the seismosaur or something and like each season could be like a season in the game like so like season one could be winter season two could be fall etc etc yeah i i think that i think that this show or this series was made for like our long-running show kind of like pokemon has where it's like you can you can cycle in and out new characters and stuff like that um what if they made the series maybe not like the actual time you watch it but like all right this episode airs on uh october 18th and it the game (laughs) the episode takes place on october 18th just like in the game That'd be cool. I mean, that's not like an outrageous concept, actually. Like you watch The Office and like here's the Christmas Halloween, episode. They have their Halloween. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, reinventing cool. the wheel there. Yeah, <laughs> I and even though I said what I said before, I I I believe it is possible that they could make a an Animal Crossing thing that still captures the spirit of the game, but also appeals to Andy Spiteri and and others who don't like it. You know, mostly me. Yeah, but, mostly. But me. yeah, like your idea, I told that that sounds fun too. But I do like I don't know, I feel like it's not that I feel like this is an ambitious movie, but I I think it, it is just an interesting choice to kind of like take a cuz it is kind of replicating certain genres of film and anime and to like do something different than than the normal, no, than the norm you would do with an adaptation. Right. I'll commend it for that. Yep, I agree. All right, let's move on to some post-production notes here. Um, obviously, this movie was never released in the West, so there's no uh, box office or anything like that. Um, uh, Western box office, that is. Uh, this movie has 750 reviews, fan reviews on IMDb and has an average of 6.5 out of 10, which I, I think that that's probably fair. Um, sure. And it made 1.7 billion yen at the Japanese box office, which is about 16 million bucks in US dollars. So not a, I'm sure that this probably made a ton of money. Uh, yeah, I, w- I would imagine so, yeah. Um, which leads me, actually, before before we get there, I'll just read. I had asked people for, uh, for some comments, and I think that David just kind of like summed it up best. So I decided only to include his, but uh, David Nystrom says, I think it's one of the best representations of a video game movie uh, in any form ever. I felt like watching my wife play play for two hours or so with a sprinkle of extra storytelling into it. Parts of it reminded me of the Goonies also with the cave and all it's wholesome represents the game. Well, and feels like a perfect little slice of life show meant to help with relaxation. So, yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Okay. That remind that hit the nail. Obviously, on the head. an Animal Crossing fan. <laughs> yes. Um, so that reminds me of uh, I'm, I kind of buried the lead on another reason I enjoyed this is that I watched this as a double feature uh, with another movie that I had to watch for a different podcast, which was I watched this after I watched the movie Rashomon. Have you, you, you know this movie? 
No. So it's it's Rashomon. Rashomon. It's a it is it's like a classic film. It's from 1950 and it's directed by uh, Akira Kurosawa. And uh <laughs> you know, so it's 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 one of those kind of classic Kurosawa films. But uh I'll I'll just read you the IMDb uh plot description. Uh the rape of a bride and the murder of her samurai husband are recalled from the perspectives of a bandit, the bride, the samurai's ghost, and a woodcutter. Oh. <laughs> so it's a very intense <laughs> movie, to say the least. And uh, this was kind of a great uh, come down after that to just kind of chill out <laughs> and vibe. Yowza. Yeah, it, uh, you know, the themes of this movie were like... Um, are any people really good? Um, <laughs> I don't know stuff like that. It's it's very. I, I I can appreciate that. Yeah, I can appreciate <laughs> that. This is you know this movie is very digestible. It's very relaxing. It's it's almost like I, I feel like this is like the equivalent. Like when I turn on The Office, I kind of half watch, but I half don't. But it's just comforting that it's on. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, I feel like I feel like maybe people are. Like play Animal Crossing the way that I watch The Office. Yeah, I mean, even even when I've been known to play that game, I kind of like it's it's more of a like side activity with like maybe watching TV or listening to a podcast or something like that. It's just a great chill out kind of game. So uh, let's let's go on to our big three questions here. Uh, I kind of tinkered around with them, but I mean, first and foremost, uh, we always ask you know did this movie capture the spirit of the game i think you can't deny that this is i think that this is like the perfect representation of animal crossing actually yeah uh, yeah pretty much um even like even we talked about like in form it kind of felt like that too and then yeah you kept hammering home like how animal village looks and the the music and it you know it has all the characters it it's pure fan service for sure it almost reminds me of Pokemon, like the anime, where like they're they might as well be the same thing, you know. They're just like we know what you came to see, <laughs> which is strange though, because I was going to ask before I read David's comment. Like, so we saw that it made all this money. We saw that you know Animal Crossing has only gotten bigger since Wild World. Like, where where is the sequel? Like, where is the next Animal Crossing movie? Why like why hasn't this movie been released to the West? Like, I think that this movie could still hold up in the West, like today in 2020, yeah. and make a lot of money. I'm like, f- I really do. I'm starting to feel like I think we mentioned this earlier. Yeah, I mentioned it earlier. I think with this recent game, it's like truly now had a similar mainstream crossover like it's always been one of their bigger franchises just from a video game standpoint but i think it's like hit a new level of like um oh mainstream yeah you've crossover. got celebrities playing it and like streaming it it's crazy that helped too because you know you had a lot of yeah you had a lot of celebrities stuck at home too and so they were like what do i do i'm gonna play animal crossing uh, <laughs> uh so i think we're I wouldn't be surprised if we don't get something again that's like all out, you know, merchandising for Animal Crossing. Especially uh, they mean, they did have an ad, the, the the phone game too, so like it has to, right? Yeah, they have to. Yeah, t- um, a TV so show I, is not a bad I, idea. Yeah, I pulled up some uh, interesting stats here that I want to share with you. So, Pokemon Red, Green, and Blue, the original Game Boy games 
sold 31.38 million copies in their 20x years of existence. Right. I mean, that's yeah. that's insane. Like Animal like Animal Crossing New Horizons is almost it's not far away and it's been out for for 3 months, you know? Like I'm looking and uh uh, Sun and Moon has 24 million units sold. It's going to pass that. Uh, it already passed X and Y. New Horizons is going to pass Black and White pretty soon. Like they kind of max out at at uh, at like 30. The highest selling Pokemon game ever is like 42 million. And like I could okay. I could see New Horizons catching up to that. Like yeah, feasibly. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the other ones have been great sellers, but it was like. Animal Crossing was like slightly below the level of Pokemon, but I think this one is like, you know, still the franchise as a whole isn't on the level of as Pokemon, but this game is like, it's entering that kind of right. that kind of this, tier. This is when you strap the rocket to it and say like, okay, like now we got to get lunch boxes and now we got to get apps and now we got to get Animal Crossing brush your teeth or whatever the fuck. <laughs> right, and to be fair, they did they did do like the freaking mini game amiibo festival and they made all those amiibos back on the wii u so like they they have dabbled with like and you know and the and the app of course so like they have dabbled with like here's some stupid bullshit <laughs> like they do with pokemon <laughs> you know um okay goo time to uh time to put it all on the line here okay. time for the moment of truth oh, God. thumbs up or thumbs down yeah i i uh personally as a if you're gonna watch this in a double like you do a, a japanese film double feature and watch uh watch one of the classics one of the classic kurosawa films and, and uh see some murder trial or something uh, and then watch this, you know, thumbs up. It's a great, it's a great, uh, chaser. Man, if ever, if ever there was a thumbs in the middle movie, I think that this is it for me. You're just like, so was lukewarm it? on it. Uh, yeah, you know, just, just to be heel, I think you, I might just should. say thumbs down yeah, though. I think you I'm going to, I'm going to say thumbs down just to be a jerk. No, that, that I think that's in the spirit of what you're saying and. And you know what? I'm surprised because when you first messaged me about this, I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> Andy hates this." But I, <laughs> but you did. A, this was a nice. You were very mostly actually complimentary <laughs> throughout the whole thing. I, I'm telling you, man. If this, if it just would have been about anything, something, I would have given it a thumbs up. If like, if there was something mentioned at the beginning of the movie that paid off at the end of the movie. My thumb would be up, but it's definitely in the middle. And just for the purposes of a good show, it's gonna be it's gonna be pointing down. So I, take that. I guarantee you, I'm pr- I'm probably the only person that is gonna give this movie a thumbs down. I gotta say, r- literally right before we recorded, I was coming home from work and I was listening to a video game podcast, and somehow the Animal Crossing movie got brought up. <laughs> I guess probably because. I bet a lot of people are checking it out right now, kind of like that was why we checked yeah. it out. But uh, yeah, like I was listening, and these people were talking because it was like, oh yeah, me and my me and my partner uh, been getting into Animal Crossing, and so we want to check out the movie. And they were like, it was dog shit, basically. And I was like, oh my god, <laughs> no. really? Yeah. So wow. Uh, I think it it doesn't disprove your theory, but I I think it was maybe 
you know, these weren't diehard Animal Crossing fans, but you know what though? Like I, there's no way that I would say that this was a dog shit movie. <laughs> like the animation was too good, the music was too good. It's, it's made charming. really well. It's, yeah, uh, I feel like on that metric alone, it's just like even if the plot's stupid, like it's not. At least it's pretty to look at. You know what I mean? And pretty to listen to. Yeah, definitely. I don't know. I I definitely like this movie better than Ace Attorney, the other kind of Japanese movie that we watched. This one was Ooh, way better. I don't know about that one. We were split. Oh, it was way better. I think any Japan only movie we're just gonna be split on. We might. Yeah, we might. <laughs> there it is we hope that you guys give uh, this episode the thumbs up we are finally finally going to be covering a movie that uh, we've been hoping to cover for a long time tomb raider finally won a poll yeah. laura croft tomb raider croft to be tomb specific raider. angelina yes. yeah I am fired up about watching Tomb Raider. It's been a long time, but I remember that this movie was actually pretty cool. So we're going to see. Yeah, yeah, I'm ho- I have high ho- high hopes. Um I think I don't think he's in the first one, but uh Gerald Butler is in the second one, I think. So hopefully after oh, we do whoa. Warcraft Tomb Raider, we can get to the Cradle uh, of Life. Because I, I, I remember that. that one was pretty cool, too. And then we can watch the Gerard Butler video game movie classic Gamer. <laughs> <laughs> uh also supposed to be a kind of a good movie by the way so there you go yeah but it is time for uh, us to reveal what is on the poll for next next episode of course you guys know the drill head on over to twitter at virtual theater x you vote on what the next movie we cover is going to be the poll will be up shortly after you listen to this episode so make sure that you're following us over on twitter Gooey, shall we reveal the poll options? Yeah, I I don't even know what they are, so this will be great. <laughs> I texted them to you, and you didn't answer, and I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to oh, yeah, put you, them in. Roll you messaged tight. me, and I said, you know what, fuck you, I'm not, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I felt, yeah, if you didn't answer, I feel like I was talking to Mossies for a second. Oh, uh, man. Let's get Call on with out. our poll options here. <laughs> He's going to have to listen uh, to this option. whole episode to hear that burn. Uh, fuck you bud (laughs) pull option number one halo forward unto dawn this is a returning poll option and uh i don't know how our audience feels about halo i think that this movie is supposed to be kind of good but it's like a kingsglaive-esque kind of movie where it's like very like in the story of what's going on like you have to be a fan of halo i've seen this actually (laughs) and i'm not a halo fan it's actually like a well it was like a mini series but like you put it they're all little tiny ones and you put it together and it like right. makes like a movie. I think it, it's, it's almost like watching the first season of Castlevania, right? Yeah. We'll see if it works as a movie, but uh, yeah, I remember, I remember liking this actually. So, uh, so there, there you go. We already have uh, some positive halo feedback from gooey <laughs> fame. So that's pull option. Number one, pull option number two, <laughs> one of the worst reviewed video game movies of all time. I hope that this kind of, I hope this wins. Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li. I picked this up for $1 at the pawn shop about a month ago. Maybe two months ago. That's like a, yeah, and it's, notoriously it's been, bad one, yeah. 
oh man, it's just been burning a hole in my shelf waiting for the day when we literally have run out of any decent movies to talk about and we have to watch this. If you like the episodes where we cover really awful movies, this is the one for you. This is this is one to beat so far. This is that's a big one. So that's pull option number two, Street Fighter Legend of Chun Li. Pull option number three, uh, Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within. Oh. And this is, I think, this is coming back for the third time. And I'm I'm like really curious about this goo because people hated it when they came out because it wasn't very Final Fantasy esque. But I I actually wonder, like I think I kind of remember this being a cool movie for what it was. I know they like the uh, the animation is crazy, right? The the hair they animated all the hair or something, it, something weird. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? I can't remember. Like I didn't. I haven't seen this since God. When did this come out? In the year two thousand? Like twenty years ago? Yeah. This. Yeah. So this will be. Oof. That's well. That's a big one. That'll be interesting. That's a, Final Fantasy is I, always cleaned is a, up on whenever like other yeah. one, the other two have dominated. So like. This this is a hot contender. This is a big one. I was actually expecting it to win the last poll that it was on, and it didn't. I was shocked. So we'll see if it can uh, pull off the W here. Uh, this is, I think, the movie that I'm most curious about on this poll. So that's poll option number three, Final Fantasy Spirits Within. Poll option number four, the saga must continue. Resident Evil Extinction the third chapter in Paul W's Fuck uh, yeah. Resident oh Evil franchise. I want this to win so bad. So late, uh, lately... Well, we, we gotta get to it sometime, right? Yeah, lately I've seen more and more people talk about this series and like, especially some of the later ones and like, how sick they are and I'm like, I got we gotta get to that because <laughs> I... I, I you, we did too and I was like I was like losing it and you weren't but that's fine. <laughs> but uh i'm just i'm dying to like watch these movies now i i, I want to get into this you know i can't remember if i said it like while we were recording or after but after we watched uh what's the second one afterlife apocalypse after uh one of them's afterlife one's apocalypse i think but what after we watched the second one i was just like okay you know what it's time to let go of the feelings of disappointment at what I wanted these movies to be and accept them for what they are because they're, they're not what I want them to be, but I'm going to try and just embrace them for what they are, which is yeah. ridiculous action movies. I think that's two did that for me after one, because one, I felt like the, cl- cause it's maybe it started in the mansion or something. So I was like, this is the closest to like, I know what these become, but this is the closest to like, have like right. capturing that but then by the end of it it's like that's gone so i was like but yeah by two i was like all right give me give me the cheese baby come on i i like i, I now know i've seen you know i had seen two paul ws anderson movies not counting like alien vs predator and stuff and i'm like i just want all right i just want you to give it to me paul and then Man, God I, damn. For, I forgot that that was uh paul w yeah that and what's that other one that other space one the uh, event horizon, horizon which is actually a, which is actually a sick movie that's a great movie. yeah so he whips actually and i and, and it's not like an action movie either it's just like a really cool movie, sci-fi right? movie horror ish yeah so yeah yeah we've talked a lot about resident evil here in the poll talk but like i'm gonna campaign for this one because i i know it's going it's got some contenders but god i, I want to watch it so bad 
So I, I think that there's something for everyone here. You have pull option number one, Halo forward onto Dawn, which might be a, a pretty good movie, actually. Uh, you have pull option number two, Street Fighter Legend of Chun-Li, which we know is going to be an awful movie. Uh, Final Fantasy three or God, pull option number three, not Final Fantasy number three, <laughs> although that would be a sick movie if they sure. ever did a movie yeah. on that. Um, pull option number three, uh, Final Fantasy Spirits Within. That one, I think, is very intriguing and very interesting because it could go either way. And then uh, pull option number four, Resident Evil Extinction, which, you know, just continues on our our journey through the series. Yeah. Well, I think, um, I, you know what, I would actually be okay with any one of these winning for the first time in a long time. Yeah, I'm I'm happy to see what goes on, yeah. Well, there it is. Uh, check us out over on Twitter at Virtual Theater X. You can uh, make your vote heard by uh, by checking it out and retweeting and sharing with your buds to see what you want us to cover next. Uh, we hope that you guys had a good time listening to us uh, shit all over the Animal Crossing movie. Uh, send me your hate tweets over at Spateri316. Check Gooey out over at Gooey Fame. And check us out. Uh, where you get your podcast, SoundCloud and uh, Spotify, everywhere that you can uh, get a podcast. You can get virtual theater, like it, subscribe, leave us a five-star review if you think we've earned it. And do not forget to check us out over on uh, Patreon, patreon.com forward slash virtual theater. We just released the new Legend of Zelda cartoon episode. So those are, you know, those are at a premium. Those are awesome. So you definitely want to make sure that you are checking those out. Uh, that's going to do it for us. We're out of here. Until next time, till Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm.